0: So I'm so excited to have our next comedian. She's not a stand up comic. She's a sit down comedian. Okay, guys. Um, she has beautiful hair. I'm so excited <laughs> to introduce her. She's also from Dublin. So, um, you know, it's like we're across the ocean and you are just so because uh, I saw her on Instagram. I was like, I got to have this. girl on. She's so inspiring. Um, welcome the very amazing, very beautiful, very funny. Sarah Shah. How are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm very good. How are you?
0: Yeah, doing great. Thank you so much for doing <laughs> this again. I'm so excited. I have so many questions um, because I think what you do is super inspiring. And I think um, I have to ask you because I'm just curious about how how you, how you um, became uh, who you are. So, like, how did you get started in comedy?
1: Well, um, I actually, I studied drama in college, so I actually have a degree in drama. Mm-hmm. And um I started working a job I really hate. I started working in a call center of all places because you know you can't really do much with a drama degree. <laughs> oh, so I was doing that, and I was like, "Sorry, go on
0: Sorry, sorry. Go
1: ahead." Mm-hmm. No, um, so I was just—I was really fed up, and I missed performing. And I did a workshop in in doing stand-up comedy, and I thought, "Oh, this is fantastic! I love it so much!" And it just took off from there, like.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. So do you? Well. Did you do, do comedy like while you were in school or like did you do open mics later on? Like when did you remember your first open mic?
1: Um, I did a bit of comedy in college as part of like the course, but not as much as I'm doing now. The first ever gig I did was it's part of the thing we have over in Ireland called Culture Night. Mm, okay. And it was amazing. It was, a, it was my first ever gig and I was so nervous, but it was, it was brilliant. I loved it.
0: Do you remember what you talked about?
1: Um, well, a lot of my like a lot of my jokes, are based on my disability and my experiences. So basically, I just talk about my everyday life because okay. <laughs> it's just so funny and stuff that happens. Yeah,
0: because I had a comedian who was like a wheelchair comedian. He basically like, because I did like a a race cars joke, and he's like, you should do a disability joke. And he told me like, you should do a joke on how like we always get good parking, uh, you get a fix yeah. from the government. So he was hilarious. Um, but, uh, so I, I have so many questions on this. So like, uh, well, I guess, I don't know if you want to give it away, but like, what's your favorite, uh, disability joke?
1: I do have one, but I don't know how, <laughs> see a lot of my stuff is over 18, so I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Okay, yes, uh,
0: profanity <laughs> is encouraged on this podcast. So please, uh, please, uh, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, sorry. My favorite <laughs> joke is um, that I do is a story that I tell about an ex-boyfriend of mine who wanted to spice things up in the bedroom. So he said to me, "Sorcha, I want to buy you vibrating knickers," and I just said, "Hun, just roll me off some cobblestones, save your money." <laughs> oh
0: my god, that's so funny! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> and it's so just because yeah, because I I want to visit Dublin soon. Because um, I didn't get a chance to. But, you know, you're also an Irish comic. So, like, um, I, I guess, like, do you feel like Irish comedy is different from, like, what you see in American TV show comedy? Or, like, what do you feel is uh, a, a more unique towards Irish humor? You guys are hilarious.
1: Well, with um, oh, yeah, like, I love American comedy. Like, I, I, lo- I watch a lot of American TV. We get over here. I think American comedy is more slapstick.
0: Yes, absolutely. While as
1: Irish humour is what we, like, we, we, we call, we take the piss out it. of ourselves and out of everyone else.
0: I see. So you you know you what I mean? Call,
1: That's type of humour. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like, like, it's a little bit different from British humour? Like, do you feel like, is there, because Irish people, you guys are actually fun to be around, while, like, British people are a little bit more stuffy, I feel. People from the U... Okay, sorry. I don't, I know I'm supposed to know this, but I'm a stupid American. I'm sorry. I can't distinguish you <laughs> from Britain versus like whatever the freaking North Ireland. Ireland. I'm just so confused. Can you, can you, <laughs> yeah, please teach me a geography lesson I should have learned when I was in like first grade. Can you explain to us what your thoughts are? on? I know
1: well, you're, you're doing better than Donald Trump, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm, okay, I'm, this is, this is what I'm thinking, Sarah. I'm rebranding myself <laughs> as a Donald Trump of comedy, so I'm going to piss off as many people as possible, and, <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's my goal.
1: Um, oh, yeah. no, but like, no, but like, American, like, oh, sorry, Irish and the British humour, it is quite similar, I think, inside the humours, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the likes of, um, Jimmy Carr, and that kind of thing, or, do you know what I mean we do have that kind of there's the bit? There's a bit of a difference. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do think the Irish
1: audiences are a bit different, though. What
0: What do you mean? Can you explain?
1: So the Irish audiences, we're Irish are known for just te- taking the piss out of absolutely everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we do that all the time. We like. I have a friend from America, and I was slacking them. You know, teasing them. You know what I mean? But that's our kind of our way of showing affection. And he didn't get it. He thought we were insulting him all the time. And we're like, no, this is us, Why you know, kind so of sensitive bringing you in.
0: I, I hate sensitive Americans who can't take a joke. It really sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just my rant. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. I feel like Americans are so, like, scared and race conscious. Like, we just, we just, because I... I, I said a group was racist and misogynistic, and they literally banned me. Cause This is my thought on this. Oh, right? really? If you're, yeah, because if you're really racist, it's like, okay, I'm like 100 pounds, right? If, you, if somebody calls yeah. me fat, I'm just going to laugh in their face because that's hilarious, right? But if I am a little bit, at least even a little bit conscious of my, about my weight, I'm going to hit back at this person and be really reactive, right? So this is my thought. Like, if you really aren't a racist and somebody calls you a racist, you just laugh in their face, right? Seriously, I laugh in their face mm-hmm. if somebody calls me a racist, like, okay, I'll tell that to my uh, Nigerian and Mexican friends who I grew up with, okay, like, I don't care. But if somebody really is racist and you call them out on being a racist, then they're gonna be really up in arms about it. Does that make sense?
1: I mean, oh, that's, that's, Yeah, no, I totally get it. Because a lot of people get offended for me about my jokes because uh, I, use the, I use language that we're not allowed to use because it's not politically correct. Like so hunt. I would use language. Sorry, fun. Okay? I keep putting you off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no, I use like language like "cripple" and "spa," which not, you don't use not, here.
0: But why? It's just a word.
1: It's because it's a derogatory kind. Of, it's seen in a bad way. It's like the word "retard." You don't use it. You know oh what I mean? God.
0: Jesus
1: yeah. So, like my my thought process is, I'm saying it. I'm I'm the one saying it. So I'm allowing you to laugh.
0: Exactly. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, people get so offended. I feel like I'm scared of, of people because I took a class on disability design or something. And then they're like, you shouldn't yeah. say disabled because you should say capable." And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm fucking new to this country. I learned English like a freaking 18 years ago. Now you want me to learn all these new things? What the fuck? But like, okay, but seriously, like what are your thoughts on it? Do you feel like do you, do you feel like you want, you need to kind of, you, you feel like it's your uh, obligation to correct people, or like you feel like people should know, or like what are your thoughts on like when people describe others with disabilities in not the correct manner? Does that make sense? I'm, I'm I, like grasping at all. I don't know how to say this, but does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, I get it. No, see, the way I kind of look at it is everyone has their own views on how they want to be, you know, like what they want to represent their, their disability. Like, people can't be disabled, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But then there might be someone who's in a wheelchair who doesn't want to be known as a disabled person, wants to be known as something else. Like, I, I personally don't like the word handicapped. Mm-hmm. Why? I just don't like that word it's it's just for me I don't like it but I don't mind being called disabled and like yeah. I went to the states actually in 2008 oh, nice. for sports and we were called the physically challenged and I was like I hate that so much <laughs> you know what I mean but why I don't know why I just it was like physically challenged I was like no we're just we're, we're, we're here we're just we're, you know Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was just for, it's something like that it just depends on what somebody likes or what they don't like well if i wouldn't correct somebody i think the only time i ever correct anyone is when they use the word retard that's my that's my no-no one i don't like that one at all mm-hmm. for a number of reasons mm-hmm. sorry hold on because
0: uh, i hello yeah no just because i yeah
1: Yeah, no, just because I have so many friends who, I know so many people who are intellectually disabled as well. So that kind of like, I don't like that word. It's just kind of like, ugh, no. But the rest of them, I don't correct. I was like, that's your language. You can use whatever way you want. As long as it's not offensive, that's fine by me.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really healthy way of looking at it. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that perspective. Because I think people are super butthurt about everything. And, like, we don't know about, like, a lot of how people perceive. And that's why I do these interviews, right? Because I'm a Chinese female who's, like, 100 pounds. And I can – I hate exercise. But, like, somebody like you, you're a sit-down comic from Dublin, and you're, you're saying all these things. <laughs> like that. So um, who's your favorite comedian? Oh, that's a
1: good question. I have a good few of them. Um, probably my favorites would be um, – would be uh, Billy Connolly would be one. I love him. He's brilliant. Um, Adam Hills, he's a disabled comedian. He's fantastic. Um, he does a show over in the UK, it's brilliant, called The Last Leg. And then there's an Irish trio, which actually toured in America recently. They're called Four Lines and Hog, and they have their own YouTube channel. They're so funny. It's very Irish humor that I love. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but there's just there's so many like comedians that I love. Like I love um, Jim Jefferies, mm-hmm. um, Alan Carr, and then like in in the in the States kind of thing, you know, I like um, uh, what's Gabriel Iglesias. I like him. Do mm-hmm. I mean like he's very funny because he's like he says he's an overweight guy, but he knows it and he owns up to it, and he you know I love that kind of humour.
0: Yeah, he, you should see him live. I saw him at the Agua Paliente Casino, and he was amazing. Like, cause his mom goes there a lot, and he was just on fire. I love him. Um, so, thank you for bringing that. Good to know. Good to know he's famous all over. So, um, what is it like dating for you?
1: Oh, what is that? I haven't heard of that in a long time. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's hard. It's difficult. I think for anyone to date these days. Like, I hate online dating. I hate it. It's like so bad, I'm um, like, nobody talks that? to anyone in Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, go on, sorry, my apologies.
0: No, no, no worries, so do you have like a favorite <laughs> dating story or are you just, cause I actually started stand up comedy because I hated people so much while dating, like I was complaining to my friends about it and then basically like, uh, you know, they got tired of me and then I, I went online to complain about it, got banned, so I was like, okay, where's a place where my negativity might be celebrated? Oh, stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's kind of like I stopped, dating was so terrible for me. I had to go to uh, open mics. So
1: uh, things like, like, yeah. Oh, it's it's great with comedy and dating. Like nearly all the comics are all single as well, so they get to, they get to struggle. For me, it's like I I date I've dated guys who are um, disabled and who are able bodied. So do you know what I mean? It's never been just one or the other. Um, but the biggest thing for me, like, with dating-wise would be what drives me crazy. Like, even on my dating profile, I have it. I'm in a wheelchair. If you don't like it, roll along. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> a lot of guys, like, some of them be like, oh, I've always wanted to be with a girl in a wheelchair. Like, it's some sort of weird fetish. And I'm like, what? It's but just so rich, weird.
0: I, this is my theory. I feel like if a rich guy, like, will take care of you for life and he has mm-hmm. a wheelchair fetish,
1: Why not though? What are your thoughts? If if he's good looking, you know, if he's good looking, maybe. But no, for me, it's more like I want to get with a guy that's like, gets my sense of humour who has a laugh, who we can just get on. Mm -hmm. And but like one of the dates I had was disastrous. It was, we went to dinner. He was very talkative online, in person, nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, and I, I was literally just speaking for the two of us. And then, the restaurant had lost the keys to the only accessible exit so this guy who's never met me had to lift me out of the restaurant and uh, suffice to say we didn't, we never spoke again
0: <laughs>
1: so, oh it was disastrous
0: wow well, man i feel like this. like mm-hmm. we need to tra- i think we need to tra- uh, trade uh date stories later on because um mine's oh definitely up. <laughs> so um how do you handle like rejection and bombing do they do you guys call it bombing over there like when you you bad uh, or no uh,
1: yeah well we would call it like it'd be a bad night or a bombing basically yeah like it just it was just bad audience um like one of the most i think was really i was still very new and i did a gig and literally the audience were already kind of tough already so they're clapping away, and then as soon as they see the wheelchair, no word of a lie, they stop mid-clap. Mm-hmm. They stop clapping. Mm-hmm. And then they just did not laugh at any of my jokes. Even, you know, every comedian has their go-to joke that always gets a laugh. Didn't work. And I, I to be honest, I sped through the whole thing and just, and I was crying out, I was like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. now it's kind of like I just kind of keep going as best I can and if I just know it's it's a bad night it's a bad night you know I just have to keep going and keep doing it
0: yeah that's really healthy to look at it so um what Mm -hmm. would you people like going through similar similar like stuff as you like what would you advise new comedians on like how to start or people who are in wheelchairs or like uh going through some other uh things like what would you advise them
1: well friends for, for comedians i would just say like write about what you know write about what you know in your life because i find that works for me and just always kind of like record, record yourself as well that's a big thing i record myself to hear where the laughs are and for let's say just disabled comedians even if they're be prepared that not every comedy club is going to be wheelchair accessible yes. they're not going to be
0: so like you check in europe out, like- yeah do you check online to see w- w- where it's accessible like or just like do you try to get but because if it's not accessible can you just not get in at all or like or right i guess
1: um for well in dublin there's only two um places that are fully wheelchair accessible and one of them the guy who runs it is leaving for america believe it or not to do a tour so that only is one place so if i want to do a gig I have to talk to the, the promoter and say, are you guys willing to walk me up the stairs? Because I can not walk a little bit. Right, right, right. So what that has happened, and I, I do that all the time. I walk up with, and someone carries my chair and I walk up and I do my gig and I, I, wa- I walk back to it again. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's really yeah. not easy. Like, especially in Ireland, the buildings are old.
0: Oh, yeah. And they're not. Hmm. Mm-hmm. very true. So what
1: was, so like...
0: It- favorite
1: oh sorry go ahead no go ahead No sorry.
0: yeah so what was your favorite place to perform
1: oh that's a good thing um probably edinburgh i did the edinburgh fringe festival oh, and i loved how the there. That? oh my god yes
0: please tell
1: me oh uh, it was awesome i loved it i did about 20 shows and it was oh it was, it was amazing i loved every minute didn't want to come home mm-hmm.
0: wow so it's so good But, but, yeah, because I saw Hannibal Buress's, like, Edinburgh, like, festival, like, experience. Did you see that? Yeah. So do you feel like your experience was similar or just, like, very different?
1: What was her experience? I didn't get that last bit.
0: Oh, well, yeah. What was your experience from his? Was it, like, totally different? Was it somewhat similar?
1: What was his experience, though? I didn't hear what his experience was. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. His experience, do you think it's similar to yours or not?
1: Oh. Yeah. Um, no, well, I don't know. Like, um, my, my space is very good. I loved it. Like, it was tough, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Like, the audiences in Edinburgh are completely different to anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you're, They're tougher because they're going to see a million shows. Yeah. You know, I did what's called free fringe. That's so free. Like, your venue is supplied for you and you just have to pay for your accommodation and things like that and you know there's a million and one shows that are not free alone and you know what i mean and you're up against so many Mm. so they've seen a number of shows and but it's such a it's such a brilliant thing it really makes you work harder as a comedian as a performer just to get just to make sure you get that laugh that work you know what i mean that recognition Mm -hmm. i see
0: so um let's talk about uh like Hmm. What should I say? Uh, In terms of like traveling and everything, where is like like, your, you feel like places have different sense of humor? Do you feel like when you go to a different place, like they have different ways of perceiving you? Like how, maybe what's your favorite place to be?
1: Um, Well, you see, I've only, like Edinburgh was the only place I've gone outside of Ireland, because I'm only doing this about a year and a half. And like, but when when I was in Edinburgh, like let's say you'd have people from the states, or you'd have people from the UK, you know, or you you'd have from everywhere. And I find like I've I not I find like a uh, like the like I said, not being bad to you, you guys over there. This they got people from the states who were a bit more like cautious and a bit different. Of terms of my comedy, they were a bit like, should we laugh? Are we allowed to do this? Like. Are we allowed to sit laugh at these jokes? Whereas the Irish and the Scottish guys are like, "Oh, we're laughing, we're we're belly laughing." So, is that kind of humor they get it that kind of way? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very different. It depends on like you know what I mean. It depends on where you're from. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's yeah. great. So any advice before I share with everyone how you how they can see you in person?
1: Um. Uh, and sorry, any terms like how they would see me, like or what should no, I would so, say? Yeah, as well? how do they
0: stalk you? Yeah, do you have you know it, it, what's your Instagram? Yeah, maybe what's your Instagram? What's your website?
1: So my Instagram is Sersia underscore Smith, and Sersia, I best uh, Google my name. <laughs> it's the most difficult thing. Uh, look for Sersia Rowland, um, and then ninety one at the end of my Instagram. So Sersha underscore Smith ninety one for Instagram. It's Circe Smith's Comedian on Facebook and I have a YouTube channel. I should post more on it. It's called the angry, Cri- angry cripple. So look for me on that and you get details of all gigs that I do and things like that. And if anybody comes to Dublin, come see me.
0: I love that. So, yeah. so incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> when I'm, I'm going, I'm coming to Dublin. Okay. I just don't know when, but um, thank you so much for this <laughs> insightful interview. I learned so much. Um, I'm going to talk to you after we hit the recording. We're going to exchange some dating stories. But thank you so much. Again, I really appreciate your time and hope to have you on many episodes to come. Thank you. Cool. No
1: problem. Bye.